We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We welcome in Andy Baskin, host at 92.3 The Fan in Cleveland. Andy, good morning. Thanks for joining us again. How are you? Hi, guys. How are you? I thought you guys want to talk about Deshaun Kaiser. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Soon enough. Uh, Soon enough. Uh, so, I guess the best question to ask is, what the hell happened? I, this was a team that went to three straight finals, won last year, was back in the finals again this year, and now is dismantling at a rate that is sort of unfathomable. Uh, how did this all start? They lost the finals. That's where it all starts, because we all know that winning cures all ills. And if you kind of look back through all the reports of over the weekend and some of the things that were said, it's something. This has been something that's been in the back of Kyrie's mind, um, pretty much since LeBron came back in. I'm sure he was excited when LeBron came back to Cleveland and the, the opportunity to win a championship and the opportunity to be relevant on a team that was not relevant while he was here for his first couple of years. So, um, I think Kyrie was just tired of playing second fiddle. I really think, and, and again, this is just speculation. I think the Jimmy Butler situation had a lot to do with it, and I think Kyrie wanted his voice heard and. Maybe he wanted Jimmy to come here, and maybe another source said, "Hey, we don't." Uh, you know, Jimmy said, "I'm not coming," and then, so I, I think that had a lot to do with it, and that might have been the final straw. Well, Andy, you said he doesn't want to play second fiddle. Jimmy Butler comes over there; he's a star in his own right. So now you're sharing the stage with a with a different star. So how do you make sense of that being the rationale as for the request to be traded? I think it might just been more more about what does my voice mean to ownership? What does my voice mean to the front office? And if he wanted Jimmy Butler, and maybe perhaps LeBron didn't or somebody else in the camp didn't, and Kyrie was promised that it was going to be his franchise when he signed on with the Cavs before LeBron did to come back on his contract, maybe he was just tired of it. I mean, there, there was another really interesting story that came out over the weekend that I don't know got a ton of play. There's a guy named... Sam Amico from Amico Hoops, who covers the Cavs really, really well. and um, He talks, there's a story about, you know, just the whole conflict that's been going on the whole time, especially with Kyrie's father, Dredrick. Um, and there's a, there's a story that he's got where Dredrick would just shout at the bench, especially when Mike Brown was the head coach, just saying, you know, why isn't the play for Kyrie? Why isn't the play for LeBron? And, I, you know, it's just some of it just sounds like high school stuff to me, but well, big boys winning championships and, you know, you got egos going on. I think that it's understood that LeBron is going to be a dominating personality, but people deal with it because he's as good as he is and they can ride him to a championship. Uh, what is it about LeBron's personality that's not jiving with Kyrie's personality? Uh, you know, Le- LeBron's the boss. Right? You know, whether he takes credit or doesn't take credit for things that are going on or, you know, reflects everything back on the front office. Everything this team does, and, and you said, you know, uh, just it, what you said is the way Dan Gilbert has to operate. Let's make this team a winner around LeBron James. I don't want to hear that we didn't, like the first time. You know, they said when LeBron left to go to Miami, he just didn't have enough pieces parts. And when he came back, Dan did everything he possibly could, including trading Andrew Wiggins, who people were high on, to bring in Kevin Love. Now, I think that was a good move to this day. I'm not going to question that. But it was a matter of making some tough decisions to make LeBron happy. Everything was about making LeBron happy. 
maybe Kyrie just said, hey, how about making Kyrie happy? Because he's here longer, his deal's longer, and LeBron's going to be keep dangling this, you know, to, now it's the, you know, I'm, I, you can't trade me kind of thing. And, and I don't want them to trade LeBron James. That, that's ridiculous. Cavs go back to the Eastern Conference Finals with LeBron James. At least they have a good chance to go back. Um, I don't know if that necessarily is the case if they have Kyrie and not LeBron. Do you have any idea what Cleveland would want in return for Kyrie Irving? I don't. I'll be honest with you. You know, we heard over the weekend there's as many as 12 teams have reached out to the Cavaliers to say, um, you know, hey, we'll, we'd like to make an offer. We'd like to do this. Um, I, I think that Dan Gilbert has the tough task here of now trying to figure out, do I try to bring in guys that are going to make LeBron happy <laughs> or do I try to bring in guys that are going to help me have long-term sustainable success with this franchise? And that's what they have to weigh out. You know, the other option is they don't have to trade them. And so let's see what happens next. What happens next? I mean, it could be some ugly practices. We have some guys <laughs> yelling at each other and mad at each other. But that'd be a great show, wouldn't it? You think the decision was a good show? I'd love that, Cameron. We'd be making tons of money on that. You want to be here today? Huh? No? <laughs> Up next on Cavs practice. <laughs> Gio and Jones with Andy Basket of 923 The Fan in Cleveland. Across the country on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Kyrie does not come out of this thing looking great. And I know 12 teams you mentioned uh, reportedly have have reached out and the talent is undeniable, but it just doesn't seem like a a guy necessarily you want to build around if he's complaining about, I want to be the guy, I don't want to play with LeBron. And then he names teams where there's a bunch of guys already there. He seems confused and not understanding how this works. Uh, In your experience around Kyrie Irving, is he a, a good teammate and someone that you feel can be the centerpiece you can build around? I, compared to LeBron James, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you're going to build around LeBron or Kyrie, you're going to pick LeBron 99.9% of the time. I think the funniest rumor was um, San Antonio. Yeah. If you want to talk about one franchise in sports history that is built on the, the, the bricks of being a team and being you know, selfless and, and just wanting to be that, and then when I heard Kyrie said, well, San Antonio's on his list. By the way, he's got a list, and you know, he doesn't have a no-trade. And so now I'm thinking, San Antonio, San Ant- you want to go to San Antonio and you're saying you're demanding a trade right now? Hmm. I, to me, that's mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. I, like, I can't believe it. Yeah, and we can't believe that we're sitting here and, and we've seen as much drama with this uh, Cleveland's team as we have experienced after three straight finals appearances. As far as who put this information out there, this conversation between Kyrie as representatives and, and the Cavaliers happened almost two weeks ago. Any insight as to who let the cat out of the bag? I can tell you that's going to be one of our topics on our show today because I've been, I've been trying to figure that out all weekend. I'm like, who has the most to gain by this being out there? And I think the reality of it might become that Kyrie had maybe told some of the other guys on the team he wasn't happy and he wanted to leave and it, it may have leaked through other players. I'll tell you who the big winner in this is. It's Dan Gilbert. Because if Dan would have traded Kyrie without anyone hearing about any of this discontent, people, everyone's been piling on Dan for the last two weeks for firing the GM. And you know, then everyone's, oh, LeBron's frustrated. Okay, well, guess what? Everybody's frustrated because you didn't win the championship. But right now, you've got such a faction here in Cleveland so mad at Kyrie and well, you don't want to play in Cleveland? That's fine. I hope they ship him out. Dan ends up being the winner in this thing as far as trying to trade Kyrie because people will be like, well, he traded Kyrie Irving. What was he thinking? What was he thinking? But now Kyrie's flipped the narrative to, 
get me out of here. So that, for the first time, I think in about a month, Dan doesn't look like the bad guy. Wouldn't it be smarter, though, to let that information come out after a trade? Because when people know, other general managers know that a guy is demanding a trade, then all of a sudden they've got more leverage because if things get hot and heavy and the Cavaliers are asking for a player that the other team doesn't want to give up, they'll say, well, you have to trade him because he can't walk back into that locker room. So, no, we're not going to give up that piece. So if he leaked it before a trade was made just for PR, he could hurt his return. Yeah, I, I'm not bu- I don't. I'm not buying that, that Dan did that, but I do think he ends up being the guy that, doesn't look so bad in this. It could have been LeBron's camp. I mean, it could have been a player to player. I, I think I'm leaning more towards it's the Kyrie may have said something to somebody, and then all of a sudden his teammates were starting to gap a little bit and say, "Hey, he wants to leave. He wants to get traded." And then all of a sudden, you know, all these guys start getting getting rumors. But it, you know, otherwise it's it's down to three factions. See the Cavs, who I, I really don't believe the Cavs would have leaked it. I'm not. I really don't believe Kyrie's camp would have leaked it. So. I kind of start, and I, and I I don't know the benefit for LeBron to have someone now suddenly saying, I don't want to play with LeBron. I think we'll find out eventually. I can't wait for the book to come out of this. Someone's <laughs> going to have it at some point. Hey, Kobe Altman, now he ascends to the GM chair. Uh, what do you know about him? Um, good dude, really smart dude. I've heard a lot of good things about him as far as trying to negotiate with other teams during this you know, kind of a tumultuous time. Um, if you look at Dan Gilbert, it follows suit where he elevates guys from within. Chris Grant was in that same boat, um, and, and so was David Griffin. So, you know, I think people uh, – I love Griff. I think Griff is a great guy. I just, I, you know, I wonder how much of this happens if Griff is here and how much of it if he isn't here. And I still think Kyrie was looking for a trade even if Griff was here. So it's a tough spot. I hope Griff lands another job and gets what he wants, though. What are the odds that Kyrie doesn't end up going anywhere? Um, you know, that would be very David Gilbert-like, like I said. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, I think they will try to to try to move him, though, and try to get some pieces. I Again, it comes back to that question, do you want to maybe bring in some older guys to help LeBron uh, win a championship this single year and then roll the dice on whatever's moving forward? The, the, the clock is ticking, and who knows? You know, you could bring in guys that would make LeBron the happiest guy on earth. So... <laughs> You know, without having to go anywhere else, um, it's going to be interesting. And championships aren't won in July, so you know this could this could linger on until the trade deadline. That, you want to talk about having storylines every day? This could be one of them. Right. Uh, I, that was going to be my next question. Uh, leads into my next question. Did you spend more time talking about the Cavs last off season after winning a championship, any type of championship for the first time in a long time for that city, or more time this summer talking about the Cavs with all the drama that's emerging? I'm going to say, like, over the last three or four weeks, it's been Cavs. Yeah. And it's weird because, you know, you sit here and everyone thought about the euphoria of winning a championship and coming up with mythical numbers about um, millions of people being at a parade when that probably is a little inflated. Uh, so, uh, you know, we, we talked about all those things and all those great things that were going on for the city. And, you know, the one thing is nobody can take that championship away from last year, whether Kyrie's here next year, whether LeBron's not here in two years. I think a lot of Cavalier fans, who had been saying, in my lifetime, please, over uh, you know half a century, finally got that. And no matter how it plays out in the end, that, that season will always be magical. And the fact that one Cleveland sports team you know, had the opportunity to win a championship, I think, is special for a no, lot of no, people. No, Andy, we're going to take it away from you. Y'all drama queens, man. Y'all can't, <laughs> hand, y'all can't handle success. We're taking it away from you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, think about this. What if the Cavs would have lost? What if Golden State plays 10 more minutes strong, and they've, they've, they've now won three straight championships rather than the Cavs winning that. 
Do you know how devastated this town would have been after the Indians lost the World Series to the Cubs? No. Oh, it's brutal. Like, I, I, like to me, that's the worst case scenario of all time because everything has a name. You know, the drive, the fumble, uh, the shot, all those things, and all that stuff went away when the Cavs won. Oh, if the Cavs wouldn't have won and the Indians would have lost to the Cubs in the World Series, you want they would just name this misery town forever. You think LeBron is going to stick around after next year, or do most fans and members of the media following that team and him believe that he's going to go elsewhere? Um, I mean, I kind of got a sense in the middle of last season that you know his eyes were maybe wandering. I, I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking. I think in the end it comes down to his family. I think his family is one of the biggest reasons why he came back to Cleveland. And, <laughs> you know, he'll have the opportunity to watch his sons play at the LeBron James Arena at St. Vincent, St. Mary, and Akron. I think that's a big deal. I really do. I, and I think LeBron likes being the center of attention. Guys, it's July, and we're talking about basketball like we're in the NBA Finals right now. Well, let's stop. He loves being the center. You know, it doesn't <laughs> stop. You're right. <laughs> Deshaun Kaiser going to be the starting quarterback? Um, I think they're going to give him every chance they can. Wow. I think um, you know, this is going to be a, a big topic for us today, too. I think Osweiler still isn't out of the mix. I think Kessler is a guy that, they believe in uh, they believe in him so much that they put all that effort into him last year. But I think they're going to want to give Kaiser every chance they can to be the starting quarterback. Every chance he can. Question is, can he win the job? Check out Baskin and Phelps on ninety-two three, the Fan in Cleveland, starting at ten a.m. Eastern Time. Andy, thanks for the time. We appreciate it. No problem. Have a great morning. Great week, guys. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.